Hello, this is Tammy, and welcome to another episode of Honest Conversations. So today's conversation is going to be focused on 10 lessons that I have learned in my experience with dating. So at 35 years old, I can say that I have a lot of lived experience with dating, and I just wanted to share some of the uh, major lessons that I've learned along the way in hopes that it can help someone else, or at least others can maybe relate to some of these lessons. So let's jump right in. Lesson one. Oh, and first let me say these, the list is not in any particular order of importance. It's just the list of 10 lessons. Um, so le- lesson one is do your inner work. So I, um, I am a therapist and I'm also in therapy and I can say that through doing my own work, in therapy, it has tremendously helped me in my dating life. It has helped me to understand myself better. It has helped me to discover like what the things that I actually want out of relationships. Um, so what are my wants? What are my dislikes? What are my non-negotiables? And, you know, and these are things that maybe I did think about before doing my own work, but I think I became a lot more clear about that in um, the process of, of therapy. And I've also had the opportunity to process past experiences that definitely were impacting my dating life. So I want to really encourage folks who are out there dating, um, invest in therapy, invest in doing your own personal work. And, you know, and that's how we can be um, great partners. So if we want to be the best partner we can be in a relationship, we have to do our individual work. And also connect to that is learning to love yourself. You have to love yourself. Um, Nobody can give you the love that you need to have for yourself. Um, So that's something I can also say in in my experience with um, maturing and growing and being more connected with my true self and learning to genuinely love myself has also made a huge difference in dating and and made a huge difference in who I allow to be in my life. Um, When you love yourself, you don't tolerate certain things. You can clearly see what is not working and, and you can more easily walk away from things that are not good for you when you value and you love yourself. So lesson one, do your inner work and love yourself first. Lesson two, Great people aren't always great together. So in the past, I used to have this idea that if two people who were good people, however I defined that at the time, that it it should lead to a good relationship and we should be perfectly aligned and everything should work out. And when I, and when that didn't happen, so if I met someone that, I saw as a good person and if they weren't interested in me or if things just kind of fizzled out, then I would start to question like, well, maybe I'm not a good enough person because this good person didn't like me. Um, Or if I, I remember dating someone in the past who 
I thought was just such a great guy. Like he was so kind, he was smart. Um, he was very spiritually connected and all the things that I associated with being good at that time. And, but yet I wasn't that into him. And I really used to beat myself up about that. I used to sit there and question like, why am I not into this person who is such a great guy and he treats me so good and he really is into me. Um, but what I, you know, realized was that we were both really, we were both great people. We just weren't great together. We were not compatible and, and that's okay. So lesson two, great people are not always great together. Lesson three, their behavior is not a reflection of my value. So in my past dating experience, I used to um, internalize other people's behavior. So if somebody was not treating me in the way that I felt I should have been treated, if they um, were not meeting my needs, I used to take that as I must be doing something to cause this, or maybe I'm not good enough for this person. Um, and the reality is that people's behaviors and actions say a lot more about them than it does about you. And most of the time it has nothing to do with you. Sometimes people are going through their own stuff. They're in their own place in life. They have their own needs and wants, and that plays a bigger role in how they present and act with you than it does about you. And I think we also have to come to this space where we understand that our value is is not connected to people our value is very much separate from the actions and behaviors of people you are inherently worthy you are inherently more than enough and how and people's ability to see or recognize that has nothing to do with you and that goes back to lesson one with doing your inner work and loving yourself. When you love yourself, you understand that your value is separate from people and therefore you don't internalize other people's um, behavior or how they treat you. So lesson three, their behavior is not a reflection of your worth or value. Lesson four. Be an active participant in your dating process. So I can say in, in my past experience with dating, I used to play a very passive role. Um, I think a lot of times I would settle for who wanted me and I would put a lot of energy into um, wanting someone to want me and not really giving a lot of thought into what I actually wanted out of that situation. Um, and I, I want to add that I think a lot of that had to do with messages that I received from religion and growing up in the church. Um, so in the church, a lot, we, we would hear this a lot growing up that, you know, a man finds a wife, that a man is the pursuer and he chooses who he wants. And as a woman, you are just lucky to be chosen. 
Um, you better be grateful to be chosen as a wife. And I think that sent the message to me that what I want in relationship doesn't matter. What matters is that somebody wants me. And so that resulted in me not being an active participant in my own dating experience, not taking a second to ask myself, do I actually like this person? Do I actually see myself with this person long-term? Does this person really fulfill my inner needs out of a relationship? Um, and so, of course, like initially, the point of connection would be, you know, oh, okay, I think they're attractive. And, and that would be kind of the start of us coming together. But from that point, then it just kind of became about how much does this person want me? Do they like me? Do they accept me? And not me thinking about my own needs. So lesson four, be an active participant in your dating process. Think about what you actually want ask yourself in your process of dating is this person aligned with me are they compatible know your boundaries so really take the time to figure those things out lesson five open your horizons so a lot of times we have this idea of what we want out of um you know the person that we date we have ideas of where we should meet this person and what this person should look like. And I think sometimes when we do that, we cage ourselves into this box and we may be missing out on um, people who could be very compatible with us. So when I say open your horizons, be open to other mediums and, and platforms of, of meeting people. Maybe that means trying some dating apps. Or maybe that means going to a speed dating event, um, going out of town and going out and being open to meeting people. Because you never know, your person might not live in the same city as you. Um, your person might be on a dating app and you may never actually cross paths with that person in any other way. So by opening her, our horizons, we open the possibility and the chances of meeting people. And also, if you sit in your house every week and you never go out, you never network, you never meet people, you are, you're not putting yourself in position to, to find a life partner. You are, if people aren't seeing you, they're not meeting you, then nothing can happen. So really think and assess, am I putting myself in position to meet my person? Um, and even challenging some of the ideas that you may have about these different platforms. So if I have this negative perspective of dating apps, really thinking about that, where does that come from? And I use dating apps as an example because I think, you know, especially in the past, um, there was a lot of stigma with online dating and it was viewed as something that desperate people do or that's where all the serial killers are. And it's just not true. The reality is that there are serial killers everywhere. You can meet a serial killer at a club, at a bar, at a networking event, and also on a dating app. Okay. So the same people that you're seeing in the grocery store or that are in your class or you know that you work with are on dating apps okay so we just have to use our common sense when we're dating of course you know being safe 
Um, but at the end of the day, these are just different mediums and platforms to meet people that you may not ever otherwise cross paths with. So open your horizons. Lesson six, don't ask why, ask, is it working for you? So let me explain this. Um, I can say in my experience with dating, I, if somebody was not, um, you know, behaving the way that I wanted them to, they were not treating me right, or they were not being as available to me. Um, I, a lot of times would spend a lot of time and energy trying to understand why they weren't meeting my needs or showing as much interest and not really assessing the reality or looking, being real with myself that this just was not working for me. Um, so I came across this meme online that really, um, really made me pause. And so it was written by, so the person is, I, I'm not sure how to pronounce their social media handle, but it's G-A-I-A is um, actually the social media name is G-A-I-A-L-E-C-T. And so the meme says, this chapter of my life is called, why do I insist on over communicating and trying to find a deeper reason for their behavior so I can understand them more when I should just focus on the fact that their behavior is not aligning with what I need right now so I can move along. So sometimes we have to just, the why doesn't matter. If someone is not meeting our needs, if we're not happy in a dating situation, if this person is mistreating us, they're not giving us the answers that we want, they're not being, uh, they're not communicating. It doesn't matter why. The reality is, is it's not working and that's okay. It's okay to walk away from situations that are just not working. And it's okay to not know why. So I, and, and obviously this is in context because there are times where there may be something going on and then the two of you can work it out. And that's if that person wants to work it out. Um, but in other situations, we just need to walk away from things that are just not working for us and stop putting so much energy into justifying, empathizing, or trying to figure out why. Lesson seven, don't take it personal. Oh, I was so bad with this in the past. I used to internalize other people's actions in dating so much. Um, this kind of connects with what I was talking about before, where other people's behavior are very separate from our value and worth. We are going to take a lot of L's in dating. We're going to get ghosted at times. Sometimes people are not going to call us back. People may present as the perfect partner at the beginning and then dramatically change later on in the process. We're going to take some L's and we have to understand that it, it's not personal. Sometimes people are going through their own thing. 
They have their own things going on. And again, other people's actions and behaviors says more about them than it does about you. And if we sit here and internalize every person's action and behavior, we put ourselves through a lot of emotional, unnecessary emotional distress, and then it becomes damaging to our confidence. So when these situations happen, we start to question our, our value, our worth, our uh, ability to be loved. And most of the time, hundred, I would say probably 99.9% .9 of the time, it has nothing to do with us. So take the L and move on. Lesson eight, trust your gut. If you are dating someone and you start to see certain red flags or you start to notice things that just don't seem right, or you have that, you know, that little voice in the back of your head that's just like, something is just not lining up here. Or you have that feeling in the pit of your stomach that is just saying, this ain't right. Listen to that voice. Listen to that feeling in your body. Um, we were designed to be able to pick up on certain energies. Um, our body is so intelligent and don't ignore that when you notice those signs. Um, I know I've had an experience in a past relationship where there were red flags and it was pretty early on in our relationship and I decided to ignore those red flags or I tried to find justification for why this was happening or trying to, oh, this person is just going through something and that's why they're doing this. But the reality was that I should have just listened to those signs and I should have left that relationship a long time ago. And, and that was a learning lesson for me. So I just want to encourage um, anyone who's listening to this, that if you notice red flags, you notice things that aren't right, do not ignore that because where there is smoke, there is usually fire. Lesson nine, when people show you who they are, believe them. And that is a quote by Dr. Maya Angelou. And so a lot of times when we meet people, they will actually tell us who they are very early on, whether that be directly or through their behavior. And I think a lot of times we also will hear that and think, oh, well, I can change them. Or, well, you know, I'm such a great person that it, it's going to be different with me. And, and no, <laughs> people are going to be who they are at the end of the day. And, um, you know, for example, sometimes People will enter a dating situation and tell you up front, I'm not looking for a relationship or I don't want to have kids or I'm planning to move out of state within the next six months. And, and then we kind of tell ourselves that, okay, things will be different with us or we can convince them otherwise. And, and then we try to make it work and then we end up being disappointed in the end. So when people show you who they are, take it, take that at face value and adjust accordingly. Lesson 10. So the last lesson is stay present and have fun. Oh, I think in the past with dating, I used to put so much pressure and stress with dating. 
I used to have these expectations of, you know, man, this has to work out. Um, I really want this to work out. And then when it didn't, it just was super disappointing or I just wasn't having fun because I was putting so much pressure on things working out and how bad it's going to be if it doesn't. Um, and I can say now, um, after, you know, maturing and growing as a person that I focus on just being present and enjoying myself. Dating is supposed to be fun. So when I accept an invitation to go out, I don't walk into these situations with, oh, I wonder if we'll be talking in a month. No, I think about like, hey, we're going to go out to eat. We're going to go to this event and we're going to have a good time. I don't know if I'm going to talk to this person the next day. I don't know if I'm going to talk to them in the next three months. And that's okay because I just want to have fun for now. Um, so just be present, be present in the experience, um, have gratitude for the good times. And, you know, sometimes we can connect with a person really well, the first few dates, and that's great. And just show appreciation and gratitude for having those wonderful moments, but also accept the reality that that may not necessarily last, or you may not, this may not lead to the type of relationship that you want. And, and that's okay. And if you're dating and you're not having fun, then you maybe need to pause and reevaluate that situation. Um, so those are my 10 lessons, things that I've learned over time. I hope that this was helpful or relatable, or at least challenge you to think a little bit deeper about your own dating life. And I would also love to hear about um, any lessons that you have personally learned in your dating experience. So please comment and let me know what, what are your lessons that you've learned that you want to add to this conversation. Thank you for joining me, um, taking time to share space with me. And I hope to see you on the next episode of Honest Conversations.